0: Yo, this is Mike from Vatican here someone on Interview someone under, someone. under
1: Fire. Um, obviously, this is... I mean, we're into the interview already, but everyone who's joining, obviously, uh, this is on all podcast streams out there. We are here with another episode of IUF. Once again, your host hosting Sonny. This time, I want to welcome back the dopest dude in Mike Sugars. Dope. That's going to be the... The theme for this entire interview it's an honor man it's always great to have you here on iuf i know here we are back on an exciting time of the year for you and the rest of the guys over at vatican the release of your highly anticipated stank face of an album ultra (laughs) that dropped last uh friday on june 17th you know this from the dms i sent you i've been listening to nothing but ultra and this dropped through unfd I want to begin, Mike, by you know, commending you and all the welders of recognition. This is the beginning so far. I mean, I mentioned it before. I'm going to mention it again. Shout out to you know, Revolver, Kerrang, um, Sirius XM. Good grief, uh, New Noise and Brooklyn Vegan. I mean, there's that's just that's just a few of the publications who praise your work. There's just so yep. much to unpack about this dope release and what went behind the production process. Now, before we get to everything, I know last year, exactly a year ago, we had a hell of a time here in IUF. You know, I, I remember. I think you were oh, yeah. in the mall at that time. The boys oh, were running, yeah, were doing I was, I was in shit. the mall, yeah. <laughs> the mall, who does that these days? You do. <laughs> and, you know, obviously, fast-forwarding right now, you guys are right in the middle of this jaw-breaking touring cycle alongside Spite, Boundaries, No Zodiac, Body Box. Bro, Yo. here's the thing. Last year, we talked about the touring, right, how we were just so anxious to get back out there. Tell me about all this, man. How has it been, obviously – I mean, you know, after what we all experienced in the last two years, it's a great thing to see. Like, what are post-pandemic audiences like? It, that isn't even a question they're able to answer. Is there a difference oh, yeah. at all? Like, are you just, man, I mean, and I don't even know where you're at. Are you, are you just in like a stray van or something like that? You just find it and you're just like talking to me?
0: <laughs> yeah, I just broke in this thing. Uh, no, this is this is our van. Um, no, it, dude, playing shows, you know, since, yeah, since we last talked and we were, At the time, I think we had already announced our Space Cowboy tour with them, and I was like, "Yeah, we'll see if it happens." Because like that was the era of like you know seeing bands cancel like mid touring and like mid like dates and everything. So I was pretty nervous going into it because it's like you know if you if you like should have to cancel a tour or something like that. The uh, the financial implication of that is straight up just not awesome Mm this sucks so um yeah no since we've since we've been back and out playing um it's strange and it's something that i think a lot of bands can attest to that have been out here grinding and doing it again is that like there definitely is like a new wave of people that are showing up to the shows who maybe weren't involved in this this kind of scene before shows had like shut down and now that they're back like the the weirdest and coolest thing that like we're getting is like people coming up and saying like yo this is my first show like coming to something like this which is always like you know that's cool to hear and stuff but it's also like cool to hear like that like people are loving it and they're just like yeah i want to go to do I want to, I want to go to more like this. Like, that's really cool. And also there's like a, like pretty much like general across the board uh, sense of like uh, a heightened level of excitement for shows since there was that period of it being gone or people that are fresh to it. So it's been really cool. And it's like, it is, it is a very like positive, enthusiastic thing. And uh, I just, You know, we feed off of that. So we're just, you know, we're just glad that people are having a good time because we're having a good time. So if we can give that to people for, you know, 30 minutes, sweet.
1: You may even see it tonight at the show. You know, this will be my first show. I'm probably probably a lot of uh, maybe every show. I'm sure there's at least a handful of people. This is their first show back since the pandemic started. You know, it's it's crazy. Like when we spoke, it was like a one year since the pandemic. And now it's a, like another year. It's a weird thing to see. Like it actually oh, yeah. happened. But now that I'm talking to you, you you're you're doing it, you know, like at, at that time last year. I mean, it was a. it feels like just a lifetime ago. Now you're on tour, Mike. Here's the thing, bro. What's your favorite show so far? Tell me, man. How's the food? Show me your surroundings. You're in a van. I want to make sure you're safe. Yeah, Anything yeah. crazy happened so far? Like, like, tell me all about it.
0: <laughs> um. So favorite show, hands down, uh, Atlanta, The Masquerade we got to play Heaven, venue. which is the biggest room there. And, uh, it was awesome, you know, and it also like it filled out. It was a great show played to a lot of people. And that was also like day one of us getting physical copies of the new record. So we were able to sell them there and like actually give them to people in person. Um, and played super well. Like it was just a, a great vibe, like, and, uh it's it's my favorite because i never thought i would play heaven like i've played purgatory a handful of times so being able to play heaven on this tour is like just kind of like one of those surreal experiences like, oh my god this was like kind of like a milestone moment kind of thing and with that i mean like that just you know me and the rest of the guys just have like so much like love and appreciation for spite for bringing us because like you know, obvi- they're the big band here, yeah, right? Spite. They're the one- like, like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, so and they tore they,
1: it up so, by the way, when they were here in Dallas, like I couldn't believe it. Like it was just, uh, they're like so I, I was ready. I mean, the set was too short, obviously, but it was just, I was ready for more.
0: Yeah, no, they're so good. And they're, and they're, they are that good every single day. And, that and that is awesome to watch, and like getting closer with those guys is like it it's a privilege, it's awesome. And so, like, being able to like do things like that in those spaces is like a big deal for me and the rest of the guys. There are some other sh- standout shows too, like Long Island at AMH that was insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so was Hartford, Connecticut, uh, Tampa, um, Orlando, uh, or not Orlando, uh, Jacksonville um North Carolina dude like they're 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 uh Mesa Arizona like there there have been a lot of shows on the tour where I kind of walk off stage and I'm like I can't believe that just fucking happened to me like <laughs> and it's yeah. and like and it's awesome it's it's just it's so cool man like we we're kind of living it up right now and it feels really good
1: and I don't know if you've seen the comments on YouTube, on your social media channels. I've been following it closely. Are you seeing it? Like fans are like, man, I, I just discovered you guys. You guys are amazing. I just saw you guys. Like, dude, one after another, after another, after another. Dude, I'm, it's almost like a, uh, for me, it's like a proud moment from seeing where you guys started to where you are now, especially you, man. I mean, I know you came from church, time, yep. but it was just, you, I mean, those days are, it feels like you've really grown. And I, and I got to see that. And it's a really cool thing to see. I, again, I don't I mean, it's like a broken record, but it's just, I love this. This is why I do what I do to speak to awesome dopest dope people like you, you know, doing what you're doing for because you love to do it. And I'm sure there's that sense of, you know, it's like, man, am I doing it right? And and should I, you know, like sometimes you have to reevaluate yourself, even the more successful you get, because the reviews on this are fucking insane on ultra and uh, i they are I mean, it's, it's
0: it's overwhelming
1: <laughs> and you know having a new album drop mike in the middle of this touring cycle i'm sure that kind of adds to the excitement right does that crank it up a notch like does it add even a bit of nervousness in you like it does the album drop i think you had a tour like a, you performed on that friday as well if i'm not mistaken yep Was yeah, that kind of before. nerve-wracking it's like shit the album drops today like
0: yeah no <laughs> well, it was what was the um, feeling
1: like if there was, well, or it was just another day.
0: Oh, no, it, it, there was a very particular feeling that I had, especially like Thursday, like, you know, it comes out at midnight tonight kind of thing. And mm-hmm. we played Columbus, Ohio. And I, I, up until this past summer, so like uh, a year ago, as of, as of like this month, moved to St. Louis. But for the past like six years before okay. that, I was living in Columbus, Ohio. So I, so this is like fam central for me. Like I have, I have a lot of like very, very close friends and like, they are, they're people that like, I could never imagine like kind of getting where I'm at without those people in my life. Not like, not even like, oh, I like, we were all in bands together or anything like that. Just like people that are like, you know, some of my closest that are, that have been with me on the journey kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Or like have been with me on the phone when I thought about, you know, just saying, you know, forget the journey. I'm going to be, you know, a guy with a job or something like, um, so to have like the eve of the record release be there in what essentially feels like my home was awesome. And, um, it was also very nerve wracking and I was very nervous. And I remember like getting, um, getting to the venue and just being kind of like, man, we have to be good tonight. Like the record comes out tonight. I really hope we're awesome tonight. (laughs) And it was, it was awesome. And you know, then the next day we go play Cleveland and that show was awesome. And yeah, it just feels like since Friday, every single show, I kind of feel like I'm walking on stage and I'm like, I have to show out right now (laughs) because I just put this record out and I need, you know, people to see this and be like, "Whoa, I got to go check out this band," and then see, "Oh my god, they just put out a new thing!" And you know, hopefully they love it. But it's it is definitely that it, that was definitely like nerve wracking and kind of just like, "Oh my god, it's happening!" Moment. Um, and I've released records before, right? Yeah, and of um, and and I'm proud of those, but this definitely was like a moment where i was like dude i think it's happening right now like i really feel like i'm doing something that is important and will change my life like in the near future kind of thing
1: i feel like if you're not nervous about something that you're really passionate about it, you shouldn't be doing it you know that that that's a good thing to be nervous about that means you care about your yeah. craft uh, last year mike i asked you if this felt like a new chapter in your career you remember that and you mentioned oh, yeah you mentioned the key word there was you were overwhelmed. You were, it was just becoming a new god. It was a two single, you know, yep. release, but you were, you had that sense of overwhelmingness. we mentioned it just briefly. I want to get to the album here in a second, but does it feel like you settled in, man?
0: Totally. <laughs> totally. I definitely, I definitely think I've settled in. And like, that's one thing. Um, I remember I was talking to someone else in a different interview and they had it, someone I hadn't interviewed with before, unlike yourself and they had they were like asking about like what it was like to replace john and stuff and how i felt and i was like no i've settled in like i like it feels like my band at this point now and like and and i think that like really transfers or translates into a lot of the inner workings of the band too and it feels good feels really good
1: and for people who don't know you know you fronted The Indianapolis Church Tongue band and uh, I actually I actually love that work what you've done. I mentioned it before, I mentioned it again. But do you ever look back on that time now that you you know you've kind of you had this you had this new part of your life with Vatican? Oh yeah. How often do you look back on like old videos of like man this is crazy? I can't believe I've you know I, I I like to ask questions like that because it really shows the growth within the individual, the authenticity within my. To my guest if you've done things like that i don't know if you're a a person like me mike but i do that a lot
0: <laughs> oh absolutely no the day the record came out um uh and even a couple of days recently like sometimes uh if i'm not driving or whatever sometimes i will just like kind of listen to my discography from start up till now just just so i can like real. it's observable like for me personally and um so to, like, start from, like, Church Tongue's, like, first record to get to Ultra today, I, like, look at that and I, I listen to it all, which takes a minute. It takes, like, an hour and a half or two hours or something. Um, <laughs> but, I, but I go through it all and I'm just like, dang, I, I've really been doing this for a second. But, like, I feel like I'm, like, at, like, a whole new peak that maybe I didn't know I was capable of before. And... I don't know there's a lot of pride there and like I'm 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 over the moon with like you know just like what like I and the rest of the guys were able to accomplish with it like now, today uh yeah. we were we got a we got a picture sent to us it's um and it's of our record in Japan in a record store and it like it has its own kiosk bro and I'm just like that's crazy like I', that I is have, sick,
1: like, that's I've dope.
0: Had <laughs> copies like in like a place like Japan before, but it's always like one or two got sent there, you know, or something like that. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. No, I have a kiosk, and like all of like the text on the record is in Japanese and everything, and I'm just like, this is so sick. Do you so have a, sick.
1: do you have a copy of that? like the Japanese edition of
0: I want it? That I've spent I've all day being like, someone get me in touch. UNFD,
1: like, if you're listening, shop. please.
0: <laughs> just yeah, like, out i like, I want <laughs> I want the Japanese copy because I just want to collect that. Like, you know, that's so cool. Like, that's just awesome.
1: Uh now the next question, I think I'm gonna save it. Well, we could talk about it because we saved it for the end of the interview last time and we didn't have enough time left. But man, we're gamers, Mike. <laughs> and last yes. time we talked about the bands uh, the band sorry i'm like interjecting here like mixing things up the the no, games no, we cool. talked about the games we talked about i uh, found not mistaken, Horizon horizons zero dawn which i think oh, yeah. they have a new one out this year uh doom yes. eternal which yep. i can't believe it's been two years since that uh ghost of tsushima y'all yep. have you played that and of course it's i i had to like kind of like hide it away from myself this freaking good lord elden ring I, yeah. dude, I, I think I spent like 15 hours, like the first couple of days I spent like 15 hours playing that game. I accomplished nothing. So you tell me what <laughs> you've been up to as far as gaming since, I mean, I mean, I know that's a big part of your life. Big part of our lives. Yes. I feel like we don't talk about it enough, man. It's a big part of Vatican, but what's tell me what you guys been playing. Do you guys take games on with you? Like while on tour, I know some artists take like the switch with them. Um, right. Um, but so, Indulge me, uh, sir
0: we would bring games with us if we had like a better setup the thing is is that the ps5 is too big and clunky to for any of us to feel like we can take it with us uh and like previously like there's there's like that games case brand and like you can yeah. like just like, yeah. put it's like a little suitcase you just open it up your consoles there and it's a, got a built-in screen ps5 is not games case friendly so like we'll have to figure something else out regarding that and Hosey, and he's waiting for his steam deck to come in still so whenever that comes in he'll be playing that all the time i imagine but um i mean for me personally like what i've been like doing at home and stuff and the way that you were like 15 hours accomplished like truly nothing i I saw
1: i saw a screenshot of of you playing i think this was maybe the second day and you're like in full armor i'm like what the fuck
0: Like, how do I I get there? So I'm so decked out. I, I'm, uh, I don't know what you did. Like,
1: it's just like, should I even reach out to him? Like, give me some FAQs. What's going on? Cause I am lost. It was like two in the morning. It was just, it was taking over my life.
0: Yes. And I, the thing is, is like, that is me just being like obsessive with it. Like, that's the only reason I got so far so fast. And, um, yeah, I uh, the fact that so you're like 15 hours. I didn't really get much accomplished. <laughs> I didn't beat my first playthrough until I had 140 hours in. So
1: what in the world, dude? Yes, because
0: um, so, I cause I really explored, and then I beat that playthrough, and I was like, I wonder what I missed. So I, you know, now that I'd beaten it, I was like, okay, I'll I'll kind of cheat a little bit and just like look at guides people have made blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Oh my God, I've missed so much. Still. How is this possible? Kind of thing. It's It's crazy.
1: It's a really cool thing how you guys also even take like ideas from video games, kind of implement it into your music. You know, it's like, it's, it's. I I feel like I feel as if it's, it's not being done enough. I think a lot, it, it, they, they they go together, you know, video games and like just the music in general. And of course there's, there are festivals around. There was one called uh, I can't remember what it's called. It was it was just it just happened in Dallas. It was a video game convention, yeah. And it do you know what I'm talking about? I I believe Motionless and White performed there, and uh, some of my friends who are photographers they covered that show. But it was it was it was a video game festival with heavy metal. Trivium I remember covered it. This. I'm wearing a Trivium show right this. now, but yeah. But they did this. But I feel like that community has really it's grown a lot as of recent times. I mean bro people like us we grew up in the 90s i feel like we didn't see a lot of that maybe it's because with the digital age it's everything's just instantly accessible
0: but then like
1: vatican you guys incorporating ideas like that into your songs like it really makes i feel like it really adds it to the excitement like it man i can't wait to write about this shit that i experienced in this part of this video game something like that you know i'm I'm just i'm just spitballing here but it's really cool to see that
0: absolutely Sorry, I'm muting a, a group You're chat good. that I'm in because it's going nuts right now. Uh, it's, it's my mom and uh, hey, my mom. in-laws and also my brother. And it, yeah. it's funny. Um, but they're going in about something right now. Uh, but um, no, those things, these things do coexist together. And um, it, it just hasn't been tapped into as much until most recently. Um, and, that, so the
1: album cover yeah. Vatican, right? The, oh, the yeah uh, ultra like the the cover of that i feel like you could easily just put it on top of a video game and people will just be like oh hey what game is that if you just put the vatican album like if you put that disc inside a GameStop, just put it next to the games are like oh i want to get this game and just put like the ps5
0: <laughs> that's like, it banner that's over it that, you it. guys
1: should like release some kind of like super ultra dope edition and just like slap that label on there
0: <laughs> we, we are definitely gonna do and because we're saying with you know, Soul we, got, impulse, we got ideas yeah yeah because soul impulse it got the the reassembled thing that we did and it Mm. was just like reimagining the songs and like it's all electronic and stuff um and like that it it is a playstation case pretty much so we're we're definitely going to do something similar with ultra there we go um and then at some point uh we we like also have like uh, a little bit of like an idea churning for like an ultra deluxe version and like kind of like oh you guys should I go like
1: over like, the like, top almost like super ultra dope edition something like that <laughs> like like <laughs> I feel something like i feel like vatican you guys don't take yes. yourself too seriously you guys should really do something like that
0: it, like... it's like how in in gur and lagan like every time uh gur and yes. lagan gets a new like upgrade or something the name gur and lagan just gets longer and they just keep adding <laughs> more words until it's like Tengen Topa, Guru Lagan. I'm like, yeah, that we could do something. You see what I'm like saying? That. Yeah,
1: please. Yeah, I'm yeah. just a fan out there, but I feel like that would really just uh, <laughs> that's going to turn a lot of heads your direction. Yeah, but um, I don't have a PS5 yet. I'm still with my PS4. I just haven't had time, dude. It's just I'm I'm busy with my publication, talking to awesome people like you, and yeah, you know everything else in between covering shows. I will get a PS5 soon, very soon. Yes, and uh, we're gonna touch base on that now. Um, switch gears back to UNFD. I, we mentioned them briefly. And again, I feel like this is a label that doesn't get mentioned enough. You guys are label mates alongside bands like Silverstein and Hall Front, uh Front, Thorna. We've had those bands on our show, by the way. Shout out to the, yep. all those bands there. This is a big deal. I feel like, here's the thing. I don't know if you feel this way. Uh, this is what I'm saying. Not only is our UNFD helping you guys grow, but you guys are helping UNFD grow at the same time.
0: I feel that way about like, uh, not just us but those bands you mentioned like Thornhill and, yeah like Silverstein and a, a number of those bands I'm like there is something uh, a little symbiotic about the relationship between like the two the two sides right and yeah. um I was like I was talking to someone recently um, I was like talking to them about like we I was talking to them about like Mazda Flames they're on UNFD too and like when they when they went to UNFD it's like well they're putting out their best material they ever have and now they're bigger than they've ever been and um and we were talking about it because like they shouted us out when the record came out I was like that's awesome that's crazy um but like um, between them, like straight from the path, Silverstein, silent planet, uh, thorn hollow front, uh, void of Vision. Like I could go down the list. There's a lot of bands on the label that I'm like, maybe four years ago. Um, you could say the majority of those bands, like didn't have the steam that they do now. And mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, but now go forward. And it's like, no, they, like the, a lot of these bands are doing exceptionally well. And it and like I remember even telling people when I was joining the band, they're like, What label are you signing to? And I was like, UNFD, and they're like, What is that? And now I'm like, I think it's a little hard to ignore like who UNFD is at this point, considering like the scope of where all of their bands are and like continue to grow into.
1: And it just goes to show how they have a good eye for talent, and I see it, you know and it's it's really cool i i that's i never asked that question before and i'm thinking about it about helping each other grow a label and a band i think that's an important relationship to have now bro um i got to get to the music all right becoming you god that dropped last year and yep. i mentioned i mentioned to you at that time we're doing a lot of time traveling here by the way if you haven't noticed uh, <laughs> it was definitely one of the more i mentioned how it was one of the more in your face like hardcore metalcore like duo of songs i've ever come across at that time uh, it and I also mentioned how it felt like almost like an encore and a bridge to your next full length, which is now, you know, yep. And you know, from Soul Impulse to becoming a new god to Ultra, holy hell, Mike! I mean, uh, you know, you said we agreed to that to a certain extent, but
0: I'm gonna pause here. <laughs> Are oh, we good? good. <laughs> okay. We're good. I, I, I was, was turning gonna... <laughs> off someone's phone that was ringing.
1: Oh no, you're good. You good? Uh, I was gonna say that you were right. I was gonna say that you were right because. You also mentioned how I don't know who said this either, you or uh, Tom. How moving the genre along was a big aspect for you guys, and I think you oh, guys yeah. have done that. Ultra was exactly that because it had that crazy mix of the traditional hardcore to brutal metalcore, industrial, maybe even gent vibes in there. I don't even oh yeah really we, like we that word, dance. but but yeah, it's it. There's progressive no, we, elements. We 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 embrace that word. <laughs> So it's like, I never, I never actually use it, but it's like, people use the word gent. And I'm like, huh. I remember I came across the word gent like 10 years ago. I'm like, what is this? And I was like, huh, is this what that is? And then, yeah, and yeah. then people say, yeah, that's a Meshuggah is. And then Meshuggah, I remember that. I think they did some kind of uh, interview like, oh, I don't know. We just play that. <laughs> and
0: it was just exactly. coined
1: the term gent. Um, exactly. But, but having said that progressive elements within the sense, and then your vocals, I mean, good God, Mike, I thought you did great on, become a new god but you went above and beyond with the cleans and the gutturals on this one there was a balance in there too i felt like vatican has found their groove in a way number one and let's get to the songs because holy shit uh slipstream annihilation to ultra gold to uh hopefully i'm saying that right uh miracle of the moon i absolutely love that track and my personal favorite I think you saw this coven is, did you ever notice I was gone? That's my Good. personal favorite. So can we talk about this last one, bro? Because the two words that come to mind were brutally majestic. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you can even say, it. I don't know how to describe this song because we had to talk about this. This is a song that I feel like I needs to be talked about because it showed a whole side of Vatican that I wasn't even prepared for. I feel like this this can even also be a springboard into your next material. I don't know, but, uh, tell me no, more about it, this song. Like, it's just, I feel like there's a lot that you want to get out.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, there there is. Um, I will say first off, it's surprising how many people la- are latching on to that track. Really? In particular <laughs> it, that I see a lot like, uh, the transition from numb to did you ever notice I was gone? I've seen a lot of people talk about. And so the person that we have featuring on that, uh, Iris, that's my wife. So like, we talk about this like a lot and we're just like, dude, did you see this one? Did you see this one? Like, or like it it gets mentioned in a lot of reviews, even not just like, you know, just people commenting or posting on the internet. So like, it's cool watching this song get latched onto by people. Um, and, um, I remember whenever uh, the guys brought it to me, it was like Tom and Randy in particular who like did a lot of the work on it. And we only had like three days left in the studio, so I was stressed out. I was like, "Okay, I have to write another song." And um, no, I I you wrote that that song in three
1: days? Are you kidding me?
0: Yeah, it was stressful. It it freaked me the fuck out. (laughs) Um, But uh, the fact that it like came out being so cool, it was like is worth that kind of feeling. And yeah, I mean, there is something very particular about it that like, as soon as like that first piano chord is hit, something about it just says roll credits, you know? Whoa. Um, and uh, I, as and soon as cinematic we it, it well, I was like, also. this is exactly. Yeah. Um, I've seen some people kind of compare it to like the Halo ODST soundtrack. I'm like, yeah, that I could see where you get that too. Um, and yeah there, there is something like a little cinematic about it so as soon as soon as like it was done and good to go i was like that's the last song like 110 percent. but it's cool seeing that one get latched on to because get doing like an album closer can be really hard
1: mm-hmm. and it
0: can be like really stressful and i and i don't think everyone like really executes the album closer like perfectly and when they do it's like holy shit they did it like you know and it's that was my like reaction the, the huge moment you know kind of thing but when you have like a great album closer you just have to send it and yeah I, I'm I'm stoked on that song and well,
1: well, and I had that album on repeat so it was it was crazy hearing it go from that song all the way back up to Sleepstream stream annihilation I'm like oh, I'm yeah. just sitting there be like and my stereo was like on the other side of the room so I just sat there just in like awe, like holy shit this is the same band You know, that's that's and by the way, I want to give a shout out to your wife, Iris, because this actually segued into this next topic, because for people who don't know, your wife is also an artist. So, yes, uh, I have to ask this question. Does that also help someone like you, Mike, as an artist, knowing that your significant other shares a similar talent?
0: It does, uh, because I rely on her brain a lot. And, uh, there, there, and you know, she even helped me with like a lot of the lyrics on the record too, because there would be times that we're in the studio. And I remember specifically with, I am above the second track. I was going in and I was writing it and I was like really happy with like the lyrics I was writing, but I was like, man, I think I'm overthinking like my vocal placements and stuff right now. And I was just like, can I like send you, uh, I'm on the phone with my wife and I'm like, can I send you like a voice memo of like what I'm thinking? And like, cause I think I'm overthinking this. And when she comes back, she's like, Oh yeah, you're totally overthinking it. Let me kind of, let me, she's like, give me like 10 minutes. And then she sends me a different voice memo and it's like everything that I wrote, but she just, recontextualized it for me. And she was like, and you can kind of go from there. And I was like, Nope, Nope, I'm on, I've got this, I've got this. And then I, you know, then I, you know, kind of flesh it out. And then, then I bring it to Randy and then it gets refleshed again. And it's, it, it, every, everything about the record like really went through like the fill, the filter of like two geniuses and then myself who is like, just kind of like good at like doing this kind of stuff. And like, and and I don't mean to like downplay myself. It's just like, they're both like really, really good by comparison. So like having them like in the corner with me is huge because I don't think it could have been what it is without them.
1: Yeah, Shout out to Iris and uh, Randy LaBeouf, by the way, who's your producer. Uh, Here's the thing, Mike, you're saying that, yeah, those two geniuses. But if you think about it, this aspect, it's, not only are they helping you, but you're also learning something from them that you can totally. take with you going forward, you know, and, by the way, hashtag couple goals. I love that, that you send her those yes. memos yes. and she's just like, yeah, I think let, let's, let's, let's switch things up. That's exactly who you want by your side. And uh, I yes. love everything about what went, there's so many twists and turns. Like I was, I think every time you think you hear like hardcore is doing this and then you guys do what you're doing. it's like, what the hell? I thought I heard everything. And then Vatican drops this slammer of a record that just blew me out of the water. And it, there was also that natural evolution to your sound, bro. It sounded raw. It sounded pure. It sounded powerful. I mean, that stank face. I remember, remember when I mentioned earlier, yep. you ha- I yep. had that stank face throughout that entire. And then I had that majestic feeling like I'm on wings and like, you know, it's yeah. like Red Bull gives you wings and all that shit. Dude, yeah. Hardcore music is hard to mix. So, again, sh- I've, we've done a, sh- a lot of shout outs. Randy LaBeouf it seems like you blew his mind in a good way also because I think there was a quote where somewhere he was recording one of your vocal tracks and he was saying like I don't know how you did this but let's roll with it
0: <laughs> I yeah, think that happened no.
1: once or multiple times but
0: it, it was uh that in particular was talking about the the chorus of reverence because like that chorus is it in, in terms of choruses like there's like a little bit of like shreddiness happening it's not like actual shredding but it's just not as like i don't know straightforward and like four to the floor or just like standard like middle core chorus you know like and when we came when we came with the chorus he was like i don't know how you thought to like do particularly (laughs) this over this particular part but there's nothing that can possibly change about it. It's, it, it's great kind of thing. And, and again, that's another thing that's like, you know, that's, that's my wife who is able to like help, like help me look at these things in a different way. Um, especially cause like this is the first record I ever did like real just regular ass singing on. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I, I knew I could sing, but I just never, written my own material in it. So I was like inexperienced. So like we were able to bounce each bounce <laughs> off each other and like figure out what worked great for me and, you know, make the record we made. And I love it.
1: I, I'm laughing because uh there are multiple times throughout the album. I was like, is that Mike? Is that Mike? It's <laughs> like, I, I couldn't believe it. Like that's yeah. crazy, dude. Like I love it. It's it, dude, you have something. I I okay, bottom line, bro. You one up yourself here. I don't know how you gonna top this on your next record. This is your first record, <laughs> all yeah, right? I'm With Vatican, all right. <laughs> but I feel like we can't move on without um mentioning your dope bandmate and guitarist Tom Lovejoy, who uh, you know it's it's an important what's up, Tom? There he is. So him right there, I want to give a shout out to him. Nothing but love and respect for that guy because he didn't have the easiest time recording this. I I you know, I I learned about it, you know, it was a hard time for yep. him to record it you know i i don't know how much he you had he had a chance to just digress you know tell me more about that like i don't know if you know, if you can speak for him or because i know he had a big part on this record on the final aspect of things and
0: absolutely it was and really
1: when you talk about blood sweat and tears i mean tom lowjoy you'll find him in a dictionary
0: they they're drenched in them. a whole record drenched in them and um there were definitely times and i every i think everyone went through this when we were recording the record but you know that meme it's like are you winning son and like the kid is like in there it's like all those like black scribbles all around him. i remember particularly there was one time that because tom uh would lock himself not lock but like he would put himself in the drum control room Mm -hmm. and just kind of like take over like our album session in there and like work on new songs or like be working on like a lot of the like electronics and you know just like the industri- the more industrial side of the record by himself and i remember like just kind of opening the door i think it was like 3 or 4:30 in the morning or something hmm. and it was that moment like i was like are you winning son and just darkness <laughs> surrounding him oh, and our- and uh but then we'd wake up the next morning and he's like it's done like looking like he was malnourished. He's like done. And then I hear it and I'm like, yeah, this is fucking awesome,
1: bro. Um, yeah. Shout out to Tom because it, 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 I feel like mental health just, it's a, it's a big part about, you know, on who we are, especially working in music. You know, I feel like he was really able to translate everything he was feeling into these riffs that he wrote. Good Lord. My, my favorite riff. I can't stop talking about this record, dude. Um, the riff in, uh, uh, what, what was that song that I just mentioned? Miracle of the Moon. There's a breakdown section in there where I just wanted to rip shit apart, man. It was, it made me like...
0: And that, I'm not, that's I'm, a I'm, Nolan song, and, actually.
1: Really? Man, Nolan. Yeah. And shout out to him, too. You know, that's, yeah. that's for sure. You guys are, have you guys have chemistry. That's another thing I noticed on this album. And that... That breakdown, that probably may, may be my favorite breakdown in the album because it was just so, it's just so powerful, man. I don't know if that's in your live set, but I know I'm not there. But if you guys add it to your live set, we that's... want
0: to. That the thing is, is like we like every single one of the songs will get played live at one point or one tour or another. Because um, like we have you know tours that we already have confirmed for the rest of the year and stuff, and we're already talking about like the different set lists we want to do, and like it's hard. Really when cool, you love yeah. like. When you love like so much of your own material that you're like, shit, like what's the set list going to be kind of thing. So we're we're going to feel it out. But like, that's one that we will definitely play at some point.
1: It's not often I DM people and tell them your record is absolutely amazing. I should do that more. But I did that to you because I I meant it. And it was like late at night or something like that. He's not going to see this. But, you know, it it was just. It's w- one of my favorite records of the year, if not my favorite record of the year. Maybe end up being my favorite one. Either way, there's a, there's but, a
0: whole half of the year left. There's gonna hey, there'll be some amazing. Now, ones, I'm sure.
1: If what I also love about this is there's, uh which I think Tom also had a part of this. There's humor, there's satire, there's wild shit happening throughout these songs. Like you yelling oh, yeah. the fuck randomly out of just out of nowhere during songs and there's like random gunshots going on <laughs> like, oh yeah like is just so much there's like I, I i talked about how songs sound different from one to the next but you had these little elements that it also showed the band's personality within ultra too i i, I that was so great i don't know if you it was that that was intentional but
0: it is it I, is th- i think it that is. helped with the
1: recording process too
0: it totally does because like you know like the, obviously like we're a band and like we want we want you know to do this seriously so there is a level of like taking yourself seriously and um you know and every band has to you know right. but also there there are some like there are some parts of that where it's just like but there are also these other things and like some of this Mm -hmm. stuff we do think is actually funny to do but like in an awesome way not in like you know like like I I don't really know what I'm saying I guess but uh I'm just <laughs> That's like, a good
1: th- I'm that I think that kind of summarizes there, the there, album.
0: <laughs> there has to be a level of play to what you do um to like truly make something that you think is enjoyable and um and we played and I uh, and that is why the record sounds so everywhere you know. And
1: yeah and uh let me let me tell you this Mike all right, Vatican, Kublai Khan, Knock Loose, uh, Capra, Ghost Inside, Employed to Serve, Vain, Jesus Peace, like bands you're touring with, right? Here's what I'm getting at. I don't know if you were seeing the same thing. I had this discussion with, my, uh, with a couple of friends and my brother, who's a huge hardcore fan. The revival... Of the hardcore movement. Do you feel yep. that there is a newfound appreciation of the genre now? Like, or has it already been there? Or maybe I just didn't see it? Just the fact that all you guys, the bands I mentioned, are dropping new material at the same time, left and right. Do you feel the same way?
0: I do. Um, I actually do think that uh the genre and any of like the adjacent subgenres, like whatever whatever you want it, whatever you, the listener, want to call it, right? Um I think that the the tide is higher than it's been in a very long time. Perhaps mm. the highest it's been in over 10 years, honestly. Um, yeah. You know, I'm, I'm not like a, a super young dude. I'm 29. So I've been around for a 33. second. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like we've both been around for a second and like have seen like bands come and go. What genres are like really pop in at certain moments or like there are just like certain trends within the, within the bands. Right. Um, But it feels like right now there is such a, a big diverse pool of awesome bands doing awesome shit that like the, the genre is bigger than it's been in a really long time. And like, you have to give like credit for those things to like some of the top dogs because like, it's one of those things where like high tides mean all ships rise. So whoever's making waves, like it's, it creates a path, you know what I mean? So like a band, like knock loose, it's like, yeah, like that, that band isn't just like awesome or like, you know, like one of the biggest in the genre, they're important to the genre and being important to the genre is a hard thing to pull off. Um And like, not every band does that in a like a classy or elegant way or a way that like has like real staying power like there are some bands that we know are undeniably huge but are they beneficial to the genre mm-hmm. is like always is always a question that like I think people should ask themselves um or are they saying something that's worth talking about Sometimes that doesn't matter sometimes, but most times I do think it does. And I and that I think is how we get to the result of the genre being as well off as it is and like so full of people that like want to attend the show or uh, or at least like partaking in the, the genre in some way
1: and uh bro thank you for thank you for sharing that that is very like knowledgeable material especially for people who are tuning in on this podcast the so what festival for example right bro there was a lineup I think on the same day it was knock loose hatred ghost inside on the other side you had comeback kid and then you had Jesus peace and you know yep. uh 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 spite on the other side it was cra- like the amount of hardcore bands at that festival like I couldn't believe it so that that's why I wanted to ask that question. Like, if you're seeing that and and I'm seeing a lot of bands come, like a lot of kids coming out to the forefront who've never discovered hardcore before, they're yep. appreciating it. even old school fans who are into, you know, uh, uh, bands like, uh, like Agnostic Front, you know, like Terror, bands like who yep. started the whole thing. You know, that your terror even... record
0: is the one of the best. It is so good, isn't it? It is so good. It's so good.
1: <laughs> it's, uh, I'm glad we mentioned that too. But I'm yeah. even saying, like, old school fans show up at these shows and they're like, man, I love Knock Loose. This is like a 50 year old dude I'm talking to, you know? And he's like, oh, man, yeah. I, I love terror. He's wearing a terror shirt, actually. And he came from Knock yeah. Loose. And it was really cool to see it. And I just feel like, uh, man, the things that the, you guys are doing along with the bands I mentioned, like, I'm so excited for the genre moving forward. It's, it's a cool Same. thing to see. Like, but um shout out to hardcore. So I think that was an important thing to ask, and I'm glad you shared it. Now, Mike, we're approaching the last part of our interview. We didn't do this last time, but I got a little surprise for you that I'm going to do. Okay. Um, okay. Before we get to that, you know, we covered. You know, within you know when we spoke last time, we've been in touch. You know, it, it's it's so great. that I'm privileged to know someone like you, Mike, and I'm learning. A I lot appreciate more that, man. About myself, I'm learning a lot about you as much as I'm learning about myself as well. That's the best part of our our conversations again i'm gonna say this again we haven't met in person yet but i hope we get to do that soon i That's know why i was bullshit. like i hope it was like, you guys should be in that so what lineup <laughs> i thought y'all were gonna be here but the, hopefully the time
0: will come I'm, hopefully I'm dallas sure. is that- uh
1: coming up soon for you guys in the forefront now it's always great to have you back on here the discussions we've had would always be great you know what is the most rewarding part for someone like you mike who is now at this point in their career you know for not only vatican but for yourself you know i mentioned before i'm always excited to where you uh, to see where you go from here from one point to the next you know here we are with a new chapter with the second album you know and it's been it just dropped It's barely been a week as a musician as a front man hell as a human being right do you ever just have you stop i feel like you have stopped for a moment to take a look back at how far you've come it's been you're 29 man but it's I feel like you've been through the twists and turns to get to where you want to be today.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm gonna uh, mute myself so you can answer. (laughs) I think I think I haven't really stopped taking the look for the last week. Um, you know, I this is gonna uh, be
1: your best show tonight. I already know this now.
0: (laughs) Okay, (laughs) I I think I haven't stopped taking the look back. Um, at least since you know Friday. Um. Like I said, uh, you know, I've, went, I've gone back, I've listened to like everything that I've been a part of up to this point. And like, I think about like a lot of like, so, especially like some of the parts of like my personal journey up to this point, like the things that were hard about it or like some of the things that were just straight up unbelievable or, and even the good, the good stuff too, especially the good stuff. But um, like, I, I think I, you know, I, uh, I am grateful. That's, uh, that's yeah. like the, the first and foremost thought at my mind, like almost every day. And like, I do like before we like get on stage every day on this tour, like, even if I'm like in like a funk or, or maybe just like don't want to play cause I'm like tired or my shins hurt cause I have shin splints from playing or whatever, like, and there are nights where I'm like, shit, I gotta do that again. Um, first thing I do to remind myself before we play is I'm just like, I'm just grateful to be here where I'm at and like to like have this record and to like see, see it through up to this point and like see it actually just come out and be something that people can take in because we, you know, we really swung hard and we really swung for the fences on it. And it, and like the recognition is like, more than I think maybe I expected. Uh, you know, I guess I, I always try and keep expectations low, right? So you don't just dis- get yourself disappointed or whatever. And but same like, thing. But like, <laughs> you know, you like I have definitely very quickly into release day, I like broke that threshold and I was like, holy shit, I think people care like <laughs> mm-hmm. about about like what we're doing and like and will continue watching to see what we do next or want to just see us do this thing in front of them in person. And, um, that is, it, you know, that, that, that's not something that I can really trade or like put like, um, like a a tangible value mark on. So like, I am, uh, I'm just, uh, I'm grateful for the moment. I'm grateful for where we are. And, you know, I know that like, We have like things that we're doing for the, you know, the the remainder of the year that are going to be awesome. And I just, I want to see, I want to see where I'm at in 2023, because I may look back at like this, this moment this week and just be like, holy shit, I can't believe that week changed my life so much. You know what I mean? So
1: little reminders here and there are around us to take a, you know, take a good look at why we do what we do. You know, I think it's important to do that you know, you're doing this, you know, you're doing what you want to do, Mike. And you kind of want to, it's always cool to reevaluate yourself on why you do it. That really, that's the best part about it. Yeah. And, and uh, bro, this was removed from us two years ago. Who would have thought, who would have thought we'd be here today. So that's, again, that takes the word greatness, not greatness. You are greatness. Dope. But (laughs) the word grateful up to like a whole new level of meaning, you know, it just feels a lot more meaningful now. It, It holds a lot of gravity. So, and, um, now before we move on your favorite track off of Ultra if you have one yet.
0: <laughs> oh, that it, it's a hard sell even to me cuz I I do love so many of those tracks like a lot. Um I I have three top contenders right now and it's uh it's a tie between I am above damage and where heavens collide for me oh. right now and that and that could possibly even change but Um, I, I think that I'm above like just kind of riffs the hardest, or at least like has like a lot of the riffs that like, I like a lot (laughs) the, uh, out of like a band that sounds like similar to us, uh, damage is just like, like creeping and like ominous and awesome and has what I think are the best lyrics on the record. And then, um, heavens is just like a big moment for everyone in the band because that was the first song that we were like, let Mm -hmm. us do something completely out of left field and try it and just see if it's worth going down that path. And like the way it came out, I think it was well worth it. And the way that one's being received, I'm like, okay, it was worth it.
1: It was worth it. Now here we go. The last part of the interview. I'm going to do something here fun called something fun here called the lightning round. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna go down the list. I'm gonna ask you a question, Mike. You have to pick one or the other. All right? Okay. Okay. You ready? I'm Some in. of them are simple questions. Some of them are just downright stupid, but that's the best part. Here we go. All right, green or blue? Green. <laughs> Vegan or meat? Uh, meat. Uh, coffee or tea? Coffee. Cats or dogs? Dog. What's What's the capital of uh, Ohio? Columbus.
0: I don't know why I placed
1: on that. Game (laughs) of Thrones or Lord of the Rings? Lord of the Rings. Oh, you didn't hesitate on that. Mexican food or Italian food? Mexican. Would you climb a mountain or jump from a plane?
0: Jump from a plane. Yep. A country or hip hop?
1: Hip hop. (laughs) If you were to spend one day in the world with the last video game you played, Mike, where would you be and would you survive?
0: Um... I would be in Elden Ring and I would die so fast and so many times.
1: <laughs> <laughs> why did I think? I, why did I know you're going to say that, man? It, it,
0: it's yeah. I, yeah I, would, I would die so quick.
1: If even if you just stand still, you'll probably die anyway. All right. Yeah. Ha- Halloween or Christmas? Christmas. Name one of the seven dwarfs uh dopey how did i know you were gonna say that <laughs>
0: <laughs> i know it's like he's
1: gonna say dopey isn't he oh my gosh all right la or new york
0: uh uh new york
1: all right would you rather be able to move things with your mind or know the future move things with my mind first celebrity crush
0: i'm trying to remember her name uh she was she was in uh hitch um, is it? It wasn't. It wasn't Jessica Alba. Uh,
1: hold on. Who's is uh,
0: Eva Mendes in that movie? Is it Eva Mendes? Hold on. I think it's Eva Mendes. God, I only saw that movie once. Uh, hold it's, on. It's second. Eva Mendes. It's yeah, Eva Mendes. That, okay. Yeah, it, it was All Eva right. Mendes.
1: All right. <laughs> Would you? Ra- my first celebrity crush, believe it or not, was uh, it was at that like my age, right? It was in it my age bracket. It was freaking Amanda Bynes.
0: <laughs> that was also awesome.
1: way back that was like when like you know amanda was like the she was like the top of the top you know with like all yeah. that and uh the amanda yeah. show i believe but uh yeah i i was definitely <laughs> there
0: with you for yeah. sure
1: amanda vines man shout out to her all right and eva mendez all right would you rather be able to speak every language in the world or be able to talk to animals
0: mm, um that's hard i'm gonna say animals
1: All right. I've had some people who say, well, I can talk to my dogs and cats. So, yeah, I would like to speak every language in the world, but I'm with you on that. I think I'm stick. Why wouldn't I want to know what a porcupine is doing in the middle of a a creek on a Wednesday or some shit, you know,
0: or how he feels about it.
1: You yeah, know? of course. Or how, how about the food he eats? Like the way you describe your burrito to me at the beginning of this interview—that was so in depth. You made it. I'm gonna get a burrito after this interview, man. I'm fucking starving. All right, last and, like, one.
0: While <laughs> while I would like to be able to speak every language so I can talk to absolutely everyone, I'm just like, yeah, but like, these are people, whereas like talking to any kind of animal i'm just like dude you like every every species has a whole different set of rules and like lifestyle so i'm just like i feel like i would get more out of that
1: i wonder if they feel awkward anytime when they cut, run into like another animal and just start a conversation like human beings do like i do i feel awkward if i just you know
0: <laughs> like does public. like does one dog walk away ashamed and they're like oh shit i shouldn't have said that see like these the are i do
1: <laughs> these are important, these are important discussion topics, Mike. And that's that's a that we may have to touch base on that later. Yes. Um, <laughs> all right, last one. I like this one. There's a time machine in front of you, Mike. It says the destination is the first concert you've ever attended. Where are you, and what do you remember the most about that day? And would you take the trip?
0: Um, first concert I ever attended, um, on my own, of my own accord not like with my parents or something seeing the blue man group which is a, a, <laughs> that's pretty cool actually <laughs> um they were awesome but um concert uh, that i went to on my own um was Amir, all shall perish winds of plague and uh the ghost inside and i didn't know who the ghost inside was because they were opening that tour um Damn, and that's when that was they were a while putting- back that's that's after that's like right after they just put out fury and the fallen ones the first record Oof. so i was like blown away by them and like i was already a fan of everybody else but yeah i would I, I would go in again especially like if i could go into that time machine and like teenage me is still also in attendance and i can like watch teenage me like experience that show Ooh, that'd be crazy
1: Man, uh, now it's like if you do that show again, Ghost Inside would be headlining, and they've come a long way since then. Oh, by the way, they so it'd
0: be headlining 100%.
1: And, and dude, uh, it's crazy because when when we covered them, uh, at the So What Festival, it was actually their first show in Texas since the incident. Uh, oh, god, yeah, uh, yeah, the accident that they had, uh, what is it, seven years ago? That was nerve wracking, yep. it was so crazy. And they knocked it out of the park, the headline that night. But that's awesome, uh, Ghost Inside, another shout out. But, um, I think that hold on. That was it, right? I, I felt like I had another question, but that was it. Okay. <laughs> I was like I, I'm like losing track. Okay, yeah, that was right. Like my my first concert, I was going to say, my first concert ever was um Dimebag. Uh watching Dimebag perform 2 months before he got shot on stage. October of Oh my thousand, god, 2004. Yeah. I remember. I, I it, it was a crazy show cuz nobody knew, nobody knew I was a metalhead until my friends in high school saw me at that show. They thought I listened to yep. like, country or something. Which really do I look like country anyway? So I go, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I go to that show alone and I finally meet up. With my, so we hang out though, they're like, dude, Sonny, I didn't know you listened to freaking uh Damage Plan. It was Damage Plan because you know it was a Damage Plan, the used it was with Switchfoot, Velvet Revolver. I don't know if you remember them.
0: Uh, breaking, this is a, this is a whole lineup,
1: Breaking Benjamin, and then Bowling for Soup, which I found out the next day. My mom was babysitting the lead singer's kid the next day. Because they
0: cause that's she, crazy. Because she runs a daycare <laughs> and he
1: dropped her off at at, at, at that daycare where I'm on work. So small role. But funny. um that is funny. That was pretty crazy. But man, that's a dude, that's a great show that start off your, you know, like your experience there, ghost inside opening. And now it's like <laughs> they've come a long way. You guys have come a long way. But bro, Mike, uh, this has been great. Uh sorry, I think I think I took up a lot of your time today, but uh it's oh been, no, it's chill. Bro, I had a great it, time, dude. It's it's always a chill time when we hang out, man. I, I wanted to do the wings interview with you guys. That's that's the next step. We got to get that time. That, going will, that at some time point. will
0: certainly come. There, um, there will be a Dallas show and it. And we, we we will make time for that.
1: And uh, keep me posted when that does. So I can work with you guys in the logistics on how how we can make that happen on the show. Day. Absolutely. Maybe not do it before the show. Here's why. Because Capra, one of the hardcore bands out there with Metal Blade, uh, we did a Wings interview with them last November. And the they, they're like, hey, let's do it before the show. I'm like, you sure you want to do it before? Because they have to go somewhere like the next day bro yeah. the second song in their set they're a hardcore band you know you know what it's yeah. like they're sweating like breathing heavily and like crow she, all, all the love to crow uh poor her but she was lo- like looking at me like down the hallway Um I'm, I'm on the side stage she's like like, it was bad. Like, we're like, you, like, testing, like, bro, like, the, the third day after yeah. the show, we're like, testing each other. Like, are you guys okay? They're, like, I'm on my third bottle of Pepto. It was bad. Even I felt it. I mean,
0: oh, God. I can't
1: eat that shit anymore, but I did it. For, I'll do it for you, bro. I mean, but the, the bomb, if you've ever had that hot sauce, the bomb is one it, of the hot sauces we have. Just a, a dab. That, just a that dab. little
0: dab. Well, I tried one of those one time and, um, I think I definitely like bit off more than I could chew, but it had me absolutely like in distress for 30 minutes.
1: My brother, like in the middle of Capra said he had to leave to go to the 7-Eleven across the street and grab some Pepto tablets and then go back in. Like he was, yep. just, it was, it was bad. Like, it, like, and just a dab of it. I'm I'm sure you've seen hot ones, like shout out to hot ones oh, yeah. also, but they have all those other hot sauces. We make our own hot sauce. I don't know if I told you that. So yeah, uh, yeah. Corey and Antonio, our, our staff members here at IUF, we actually make our own with like ghost chili uh uh there's a carolina reaper and there's a whole bunch of other like i don't know how they do it oh yeah um but now you know so let's do that next time but um <laughs> mike do you have any like last words is anything anything you'd like to plug in or mention as far as vatican uh ultra before you finish things off here i don't know if you have a new music um, video coming out soon what you can i cannot say but
0: um only thing to plug off. um listen to ultra by vatican if you have not um and if you did and you like it fuck yeah love you for that uh we are gonna be touring a lot come see us um one only other thing that i think i can think of to plug is listen to the iris.exe record it's amazing uh, it's amazing.
1: I, I, that was actually one topic I forgot to ask. Does she have material that she that she's releasing? Can we follow? Okay. Yep. That's yep. That's awesome. She has
0: she has an EP called Smile that she put out less than a month ago. And it's seven no songs. It's shit. it's amazing. It's amazing. You I'm, will I'm, lose. I'm actually your mind. saving
1: it in my uh on my tab right now. Yes. Smile? It's amazing. Uh does she go by iris iris.exe?
0: I usually just say iris. Okay. Or iris so- exe, whichever um it it's whatever that you is. want it to be pretty much
1: <laughs> are you on that record
0: i am yeah bro yeah, I'm there. yes I, i'm on there and so is uh emma from dying wish holy
1: shit oh my gosh yeah. emma shout out to emma i met her uh when they were performing with uh kublai khan back last november yeah holy mother yep. okay i did not know about this mike okay so now i know what i'm gonna do with my evening so um bro we'll stay in touch man um I was going to say, uh, the Wings interview, if you want to do it before the show, we can. It's fine. I mean, if, I think you, if you guys can handle it, just giving you a warning. I'll
0: probably die. We'll probably have to do it after <laughs> the play.
1: But, but we'll put it to the test. If anything, make Dallas like the last date of the tour if you want to do it that way, just in
0: case. Right. Yeah, that way, <laughs> but, that way I can recover for a week.
1: <laughs> <laughs> bro, man, we'll stay in touch like we always have. Man, have a great show tonight. You'll probably have your best show tonight after the interview. I'm, 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 I'm betting my money on that. I hope but, so. But be safe on the road. Much love to you and and the guys, man. Uh, nothing but well wishes and success for you guys going forward. I've always loved having you on our show. So glad we we're able Same. to do this. Um, you're dude. You're nothing but awesome, dude. And uh, thanks for just giving me the chance to, you know, just talk to you about what you love doing. You know, it it really
0: no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm it really puts things in perspective.
1: You, you know, so it, it really means a lot to someone like me to get a chance to speak to you. I'm glad we met again. Um, everyone who's listening, this is the dope. Mike Sugars from the Dope Vatican. Uh please buy Ultra, like you mentioned. Uh the bands can't do it without your help because the money does go a long way. Um, I still buy records that's sitting in the corner of my room. I'm old fashioned like that. So I'm 33 yeah. All right. I think I'm getting up the rage I, I kind of <laughs> hate that. It's crazy. Yeah. But I'm old fashioned like that. But uh it's out now, Ultra on UNFT. Uh you can listen to this podcast on all major podcast streams out there. Check us out on fire.com Mike, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Much love, my brother. Uh have a great show, have a great tour. I'll see you around.
0: Of course. Peace and love, right. brother. Always right. appreciate Stay you. Stay in
1: touch, all right? I'll talk to you next time.
0: See ya. Bye. Bye.